It is 12.06. Good afternoon. This is the first day WIBC Sunday Magazine show. Hope you're having the best Thanksgiving holiday. I'm Terry Stacy, along with Denny Smith and Kylan Talley. Just hearing the news that uh, Indiana has fired football coach Tom Allen. 20.8 million buyouts. 20.8 if they would have let him go buyout. one more season, the oh buyout would have dropped to $8 million, But I, I think the pain was too much. Can I get that much money for losing a game? <laughs> Let me tell you, I was furloughed no, once. We're not going to fire you. Let me tell you about you. the furlough here. <laughs> it's only a few times. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> Bless his heart, point. I, would, I would say, okay. <laughs> to, <laughs> fire me? That's okay. Oh, my gosh. How old of a man is he? Is he a young fella? I don't know. He was a coach at Ben Davis. He uh, came up. Uh, in Indiana through Newcastle. I remember that. And then he was a coach at Ben Davis. And then he was an assistant at uh, Arkansas State or Old Miss. I can't remember which. And even South Florida before he, he oh, came up to Indiana. Places. Yeah. And if he, according to the story I'm reading, had Indiana waited until December 1st, 2024, Allen's buyout would have been cut in half. But they, what, they couldn't third stand year it. in a row that they've lost know. under his program. Uh, okay. I never heard his real voice. It was always, uh, his, guy, yeah. his voice was you always, he must have been a yeller. Either that or I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know, but that it does come to mind when I'm hearing him speak. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, there you go. That'll keep Indiana the firing Tom sports Allen. people busy for a while. We're glad you're here with us. Uh, Colts are playing. Colts play in uh, just about an hour from now. Did you see the tailgaters? They've got four-sided tents up now. They're not. They're it's they're raining. not out in the sun. They no. go. No, no, no. But they're still heart. out. They're they still are. out. They're still cooking. You can see the smoke coming out of the tents. Oh, and it smells so good. Yeah. Colts are taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at uh, Lucas Oil Stadium just after one o'clock. Roof is open. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. That I would be, saw that would what figure, you though, did right? there. That would figure. We're going to leave it open today. No, uh, no, 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 no. But the first 50,000 fans get a really cute Lucas Oil camo beanie cap. And it's cute. 50,000 in. And Ephraim Owens, recently competing in the season, this season of The Voice, he's going to be singing your national anthem. He's got a voice, too. Oh, that like an angel. Happy. Like, speaking of angel voices, in just a little bit, you're going to hear from, <clears throat> I don't know, we can see if we can find some children's choir music it always lifts my spirits but uh i had a chance to talk to them behind stage when they were or backstage rather not behind the stage backstage is what they call it in the big world professional stage uh <clears throat> anyway i had a chance to talk to them and amber stearns our friend amber stearns denny she used to be in the I mean, her last room. name is denny no, yeah is her last name denny it's denny wow i know it not weird aren't you honored denny well, she was a buddy. I mean, we sang together a couple times. She got a beautiful voice. Oh, the best. She's Did you part- know the Indianapolis Children's Choir sells CDs of the... They do. They yeah. do. Now they... Obviously, yes, I do know now that they have the CDs available, so you can listen to them year-round, 24 hours a day if you want, and I, I would. She has I a, love them. She has a beautiful young man for a son. His name's Perrin, and he was... Amber does? Yeah, uh-huh. and, and he was taller than both of us 10, 15 years ago. He must be a mountain of a man by now. But I haven't seen him for us. I haven't such seen him forever. Time. But we will hear from the kids and what they love so much about being in the children's choir. And we'll also get you their holiday schedule too, as well. Here's something fun: if you're struggling to find the perfect present, you don't find it at 
unclaimedbaggage.com. <laughs> you can give the gift of a puzzle that could be worth a million dollars. How is that? You, your friends, and loved ones can embark on the ultimate challenge and win a million dollars with the MSCHF $2 million puzzle. You get the puzzle, you put it together, it's got a, a code at the bottom, you scan the code, and you could win something or you could win a million dollars. Just by Say doing- those letters again. M S C H F two million dollar puzzle. It's like mischief without yeah. the vowel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Two lucky players are gonna win a million dollars. And you assemble the the five hundred piece puzzle, you scan the QR code and see what you've won. Challenge every, accepted. Every puzzle has a cash prize. So that's kind of cool. Every puzzle? Uh-huh. Do you, you realize win. what this will do for senior citizen facilities? Oh, They'll go it. crazy on this. I love puzzles. I love them until the cat gets on the puzzle. And then the puzzle's destroyed. So I love them, though. And uh, But two will win the big prize. But there, you could win a dollar. You could win 100000 You could win 500000 It's kind of fun. There you go. Wow. I just thought I'd throw that out there. 500 I'm pieces is you. a challenging puzzle. I'm adding it to my wish list. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, listen, as I mentioned, tomorrow is Cyber Monday, and after that, Giving Tuesday. And Kylan's got a story for us coming up. You want to tease it, or you want to just... The giving machine. A vending machine, not for food, but to give to charities. Love it! Wow. We'll, we'll hear more about that coming up next. 93 WIBC. I give love to all of my people. All of my people need love. I give some. I give love to all It is 1216. Good afternoon to you. Checking out the color weather radar right now. Looking in. We are in uh, We are in some, some lighter showers. But just to our north. Just barely to our north. Looks like they're getting a little snow now. A little closer to Lafayette. Frankfurt. They're getting a little snow shower right now. Little, Is that the like blue? A little, it's a little pink, so it might be even a little freezing, slushy rain. And then above that, in Lafayette, yeah, just to the Lafayette, to our north-south bend, if you're headed that direction after the holidays, you're going to be in a little bit of snow. Plainfield, you're okay. It's you're raining. Okay. Yeah. And a lot of you will be out there shopping today and, and doing it well. I know you're finding the deals. Then you've got Cyber Monday. Be very careful on Cyber Monday. Why? And then, well, you just have to be careful when you're... On computer and buying online. Oh, okay. Just be careful what you're doing. You know what you're doing. Especially where you're giving your information. That's right. And speaking of giving, then Tuesday is Giving Tuesday. I'm Terry Stacey along with Denny Smith, Kylan Talley. Giving Tuesday is a wonderful day to think about places where you can give. And this wonderful vending machine of sorts. It's so new. It's a red vending machine, but it's not for people just to stop by and grab some food, but it's a place where you can donate to international charities right here in Indianapolis. Now, this giving machine isn't new to the world, but there are two now new locations here in central Indiana. And we have Brenna Donnelly Ford, media director of Light the World Indy. And Brenna is going to share even more about the giving machine. Well, you guys hit it right on the head. It's a bright red vending machine where you can donate to local and international charities. I mean, lots of people say they want to give to others around the holidays, and we want to make that as simple as possible. So we found some charities and had them tell us what they really need this season, and we put them in a vending machine. And then we put the vending machine in places that you're already going this year, like Clay Terrace and Newfields. Mm-hmm. So smart. I'm looking and I'm seeing <laughs> nonprofit beneficiaries this year, are like Gleaners and Boys and Girls Clubs of Indiana 
Anna Flanner House, an American Red, or the American Red Cross. So how did you? We have so many. Will that <laughs> will that kind of change back and forth from time to time, taking some out, adding some new? Well, right now we're going to stick with this group for this season, but oh my goodness, we are praying to be able to have this in Indianapolis every single year. This is our first time having it in Indiana. I'm a born and raised Hoosier. I've been trying to get one of these machines here for myself for a while. <laughs> so we're so glad to announce that they're here and they're opening. They, we opened at um, Clay Terrace on Black Friday, and then next up is our grand unwrapping on Giving Tuesday at Newfield. Who pays for the overhead of the machine? Who pays for the machine, and, and how, do you, how do you make this happen? So the organization behind it is the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. The first machine was in Salt Lake City seven years ago, and the church covers all operating and overhead expenses so that 100% of your donation goes to the charity of your choice. And then the church will then audit the charities afterwards and make sure that no uh, no greater, no less than 10%, no, sorry, no greater than 10% goes towards um, operating costs. That is really cool. You mentioned that the Newfields location is soon to be open, but you did have your opening of the Clay Terrace one, but there was a protest there, if, I, if I'm if i correct, oh, no. right? Oh, you're right. I mean, it, it, it sent cold shivers down our spines. The Grinch was there. He's very <laughs> anti-giving. Oh, oh, I got really nervous where this was going to go, <laughs> and I thought, wait a minute, serious. what's happening? It was just a Grinch. Ugh. Oh, he's the worst, though. Although, I'll tell you, we had a sweet 10-year-old who was dressed up like Cindy Lou Who, and she told us a story about how the Grinch was going to ruin the giving machine, but when he looked inside and saw all the wonderful things that he could buy to help others, his heart grew three sizes. Oh, boy. (laughs) That's great. I love the story. What a great story. He made the first donation on Friday, too, so we were so excited (laughs) about that. So how does it work? I go up to the machine, and then what do I do it says hello so terry <laughs> it's, it's just like a vending machine you look at the items there's cards there's not actual items in there because some of these items are like a well or a farmer's wagon or a fruit tree or sports equipment um, and you pick which one you want and the prices are listed below our cheapest item is three dollars it's high quality seeds for farmers overseas our most expensive is 300 those are from gleaners eight months of meals for 300 dollars, or breakfast for 100 kids at the boys and girls clubs oh. Of Indiana, that's three hundred dollars too. So everything in that range. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. And and then you just swipe or tap your payment, and then the card will fall down into the bin below the machine to symbolize you're donating it, and you'll get a tax deductible receipt. And then we've got pictures of the big cards that you can take like selfies with and post online afterwards. Now, after you buy this, whatever you end up buying for a charity. Do you get to help determine where it goes or do you get to see the location if it ends up going internationally or here? How does that work? These charities are so motivated to let you know how your donation is impactful. So um, Mentors, IDE, and Lifting Hands International are some of our international charities. And if you go to their websites, they have videos, because they've been in the giving machines before, they have videos of when they have donated um, the actual items from the giving machines to families. And I'll I'll tell you a quick story. Mentors International um, offers mentorship to families who are starting their own small businesses um, in 15 different countries. Um, and one of them are chickens. You can donate chickens and then, you know, to uh, so to women in, let's say they're in South America and they can start then a family business selling eggs and selling feathers and selling the chickens. And a group of women pooled their resources together when they got their chickens a few years ago mm-hmm. and they started breeding their chickens. And now they have like 
20,000 chickens oh among gosh. this whole wow. village. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. Year, what a great story. I love it. Well, this year, when you buy chickens from the giving machine, you can buy them from those women. So they are now oh, one of our chicken suppliers in the giving machine. That wow. is how it works. This is like fair this trade is coffee. How it works. We don't know, need any stinking this. government. <laughs> People make the world go around. This is how, do, how you do it. You just do it. I want to buy a chicken and surprise Jane. No, no, no. That's not what you're doing. Unless you're going to feed others in the future with your one chicken. With my one chicken. Uh, what a fantastic idea. Kylan, go ahead. Brenna Donnelly Ford, who is the media director of Light the World Indie and helping put on the giving machine. Brenna, you are a part of this now and being able to watch the opening of it. Anything, any other story that you want to share from either the opening day or working with the giving machine so far? Oh, well, it's just given me such a powerful feeling. You know, I, you mentioned I'm the media director. I do that as a volunteer. So I've done campaigns like this before. And, you know, I've done broadcast media and I've, you know, been all about sharing the message. And at one point, it just hit me that this is making a real difference. Right. I was having a conversation with Flanner House on the northwest side of Indy. They, tell, they told me that there's a family they were working with who got a 50-cent raise um, at work and therefore disqualified from several wealth, welfare services. Oh. And, in, and they, they had the option. They could reject the raise and stay put, or they could take the raise and lose some of those welfare services, yeah. like child care and you know, the food yeah. stamps and things. But because of a charity like Flanner House, they get help with that transition so they can become self-sustained. Flanner House offers so much in terms of job support, child care, um, food resources. And so when we were putting Flanner House in the machine, my heart was just so full seeing things like child care, baby supplies, meals, produce from um, their their urban farm and the meals from Cleo's Bodega go in the machine because I realized like this is this. I know who this is supporting. I've seen it happen. I've been to Flanner House and seen the effect that this has. So yeah. it made me realize realize, gosh, this is the most real holiday giving I'm going to do this year. I love it. And it's just here through January. Is that right? That's correct. Yep. All the way through um, January 7th. Sorry, Sunday the 7th. Sunday the 7th. And then they're taken away and then we won't see them again. How, How does that part of it work? Well, we, yes, it's a, it's, a, it's a holiday giving endeavor. Okay, so we it. rent the space at Clay Terrace and Newfield for the holiday season. But we also hope that as people open their hearts and give, they yeah. do a little research into these charities. They feel that powerful feeling I told you I had when they realized that something that they can donate can make a difference. We hope that they establish relationships with these local and international charities and they continue to make that giving effort throughout the year. And then, of course, we hope that if this is a big success in Indiana, that we can invite the giving machine back again next year. Yeah. And Bringing new charities and more opportunities. Bless your wonderful. heart. What a wonderful thing. And also being sponsored by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Wouldn't happen without them. So thank you for that, too. We appreciate it. We're so it. grateful. Yeah. With that sponsorship, if you go to churchofjesuschrist.org, you can find the information and find a link for the giving machines where you can also donate online. Oh. Mm-hmm. Are there That's any right. other ways that people can give and help give if it's not through the giving machine? What are some other ways that people can be a part of the holiday season? So our international charities are online. Our local charities have donation pages set up as well. But honestly, the the giving machine is part of the Light the World campaign, which is the bigger, broader effort from the church to encourage sharing light and happiness around the holidays, regardless of your religious affiliation or disposition. So we always say, if you can't donate or if you're not near a machine or not near a computer to do it or don't have the means to, then just find a way to share your light, to light the world. Help someone in need with the physical helping hand. 
hand or a hug or a smile that just will bring a little more light to the world this time of year. You know, sometimes we think we can't change the world by ourselves, but you you put something like this out, you're right in there swinging with everybody. You're right. You're right. (laughs) You can make a difference. Uh, uh, You can. And I'm Uh, happy you're helping us make a difference. Me too. Mm -hmm. Me too. Well, bless your heart. We hope to see you all there. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. As Kylan mentioned earlier, Clay, Terrace, Mall, and Carmel, and also then on Giving Tuesday, the grand unwrapping will take place at Newfields right here in Indianapolis. It's such a great thing, and we are so grateful that you spent some time with us. We really do. Brenna Donnelly Ford, the media director for Giving Machine Indy. Thank you. Thanks so much, guys. This was fun. <laughs> Come back and see us. Happy holidays. You too. So good. 1227. Uh, I just want to mention, she's just, this is, this, I had no idea what this was. Kylan brought it to our attention, and this is fantastic. We're talking clean water. We're talking food and livestock, right. health and wellness, yep. education, everything. housing, clothing, everything. Refugees. Kids, everything, everything. Yeah. It's, just, it's, just, it's just in one-stop shopping and making it so easy, which is what I guess we need now. We need it to be simple and easy and right in front of us. And Good that's job, what these Kylan. giving machines are. When I talked last year to Charity Navigator, trying They're to great. find which charity to donate to was right. so difficult because there's so many helping many people around the world but this is nice it puts it right in front of you visually and helps you choose just right there whether it's based on budget or something that you feel more catered towards it's wonderful what did you say like three bucks all the way up to three hundred dollars yeah yeah Uh, there was something i saw yesterday that i thought was just so cool it's another one of those little things that gets started you know at the ground level and it is some of these restaurants not here in indiana but there were some restaurants and i don't know if this was in arizona or someplace and you could go into the restaurant and when you walk in you see a wall and it's filled with receipts and you can go in and look at the receipts and pick a dinner it might be you know a cheeseburger and french fries and it's been paid for it's the receipt of so if you need help or food you walk in you pick one of those receipts it's been paid for you pull it off you take it up to the cashier the cashier brings you a cheeseburger and fries or whatever it is and it's been paid for by somebody who just said i'd like to buy a meal for somebody and it's just a simple easy thing to do what a great i loved it i really did love it It america is a pretty neat place all you got to do is get through the crust and it is we're, we're right there helping everybody yeah Anyway, I just wanted to talk a little bit of nice stuff today, right? I mean, it's been, we're getting ready to head into Monday. Oh, boy. Which will, it'll, all those feelings will start back up again. But uh, we're going we're gonna to keep it kind of light and simple and good here while we're with you for at least another half hour, Denny. Can you yes, make ma'am? it? I can make it because the children's choir is coming up, and I'm uh, looking yeah. forward to that. Yeah, we're going to hear from the children's choir. They're awesome. And also some food news, Denny. They'll be, we'll be fed here shortly. <laughs> You're listening to The First Day on 93 WIBC. Oh my goodness, the Indianapolis Children's Choir, the Voices of Angels. One of my favorite holiday traditions is taking in the angelic voices of our Indianapolis Children's Choir performing on one of the many concerts uh, that they have on their schedule during the holidays. I've got some details for you coming up in just a few seconds here. But first, I was invited to MC the Indianapolis Children's Choir's big fun fundraiser just before Thanksgiving. Uh, but I've been a big fan of theirs for over 30 years. They're on, now under the direction of Joshua Petty after the great Henry Leck founded them more than 30 years ago. Uh, Joshua Petty 
who worked for Henry for a lot of years. He's been the perfect choice. The kids love him. The parents love him. Just before their performance at the fundraiser, I went backstage to find out what makes the children's choir one of the best in the world. I am with Amber Stearns. Tell your last name. It's Denny. <laughs> so I'm with Amber, and Amber, it's great to see you. It's wonderful to see you, Terry. Original member of the Children's Choir, how many years ago? Oh my gosh, I don't want to do the math because people will figure out how old 37. <laughs> Thanks, 37 Terry. years ago, but you were a child. Yes, I was. A founding member of the Indianapolis Children's Choir was in the very first choral festival where Henry Leck went around central Indiana, around Indianapolis, gathering up children like a Pied Piper. And we rehearsed, had a great time. And then he organized us into the very first Indianapolis Children's Choir. He had his two young daughters, Anya and Gretchen, and their babysitter, who was the official oldest member. (laughs) And we had a fantastic time. I think there were only about, oh, maybe 40 of us. And now there's like thousands. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like there are thousands. I have a bunch of you here with me. Everybody say hello. Hi! <laughs> Tell me who you are. Kyla Smith. How old are you? Um, 12. And why did you want to be in the children's choir? Because I really like to sing and have a lot of friends. What's your favorite song to sing with the choir? Unity. Y'all know Unity? Yeah. yeah. Can I have just a hint of it? Yeah. That's it. I loved it. Tell me who you are. I'm Caroline Feeney. And what is your favorite thing about the children's choir? Um, probably just the fact that there's lots of good, nice and good people here. And I like to sing. Tell me your name. I'm Julianne Brown. And Julianne, how old are you? I'm 14. And how long have you been a part of the choir? Like three years. Three years. And so from where you were when you walked in the door to where you are now, what do you think you've learned? I really think I've just learned how to be a part of community and like be open to new ideas and really working together as a team. It's been really great. Tell me who you are. I'm Jack Brown. Jack Brown. That's a made up name. Hey. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) How old are you, Jack? I'm 12. And where do you go to school? That's a question I haven't asked any of you, but you're all from different schools, I think, right? Yeah. Where do you go to school? I go to Frank. Grand Central, Kitley Intermediate. Why did you want to be in the children's choir? Well, my mom enrolled me because she was in the children's choir when she was a child, and she wanted me to have the same loving experience at, um, the teachers give. What's your name? Mia. Mia. Lovely Mia. How old are you? I'm 12 years old. I have been in the choir for seven years. And what was that like when you started with the choir? It felt like this completely new experience where I could really use my voice, but not as one, as slowly learning the power of together. And what's your name? Claire Ulenkamp. And how old are you? 13. How long have you been in the choir? Seven years. It is the Thanksgiving time. It's the holidays. It's time for gratitude. What are you grateful for when it comes to being a member of the choir? I'm grateful for all the great people in this choir, and I'm grateful for all the songs that we get to sing. What's your favorite song to sing? The Dream Isaiah Song. Oh, everybody. Some of you are shaking your heads. What's your name? Annabelle Petty. Annabelle Petty. That sounds like a name I've heard before. (laughs) 
Annabelle, do you have a, a parent that is possibly involved with the choir? Yeah, my dad's the artistic director, but my mom was also in the choir when it started. So tell me, uh, was this just a natural thing, or did they have to like pull you, you know, to get well, you to be involved? I started early. I started a year earlier than like you were able to, because I don't know. I was oh, really you're excited dad. to. Yeah. But my brother also does it, and they're planning on enrolling my sister. Oh my in gosh. a couple days. In a couple or, days. A couple days, they're enrolling her because. Did they tell you why they wanted soon. you to be a part of the choir? Well, I like. Well, okay, I made a lot of friends through this choir. I know a lot of people. And it's just the community that really pulls everybody together. Listen, thank you. And all of you, thank you so much. Is there anybody that really wanted to talk that I didn't get to in the back? Tell me your name Ava. Ava. How many years for you? Um, this is my second year. Um, I really like um, singing, just like singing my heart out and being able to sing with people who actually want to be there, which is a passion of mine because, you know, at school choir, no one wants to be there. I like how, like, we make really beautiful music and, like, everyone wants to be there and everyone is contributing. Now, here's the cool part about the children's choir, I think. All have come from different places, different schools, you're from different colors, but you all have this one common thing and you love to sing. I think you will be bonded forever. You've got friends, don't you, Amber, that you made that are lifelong friends? I do. There are friends that I made in the children's choir. We went to high school together. We still keep in contact, and they are all over the world. Um, I have friends that are in Germany that I made through children's choir, friends in New York, friends in California, um, and we still keep in contact and still get together when we can. See, you're going to have friends forever. You are? I'm Ayla Grieve. Tell me about you. How old are you? I'm 13. And when, when did you start singing? I started three years ago, so this is my fourth year. What do you love about this group? I love this group because I made so many great friends, and I just love that we all work together really well as a team, even That's when cool. we have struggles. You are? Violet Brooks. Hello, Violet. And what do you think about this group? Um, I just think it's a really good community and like it's a very unique experience to sing with like a lot of other people because it has made me more confident to like sing higher because like I usually think I sound bad when I sing super high but like yeah it's just made me more confident. Oh, the children's choir. That was just a sample. There were a lot more kids, a lot more kids there. The just, way they just started singing Unity? Yeah. Just like that. Just like that. Just a, just a boom, and they, they're off and running. The Indianapolis Children's Choir, their holiday show, December 15th through the 17th, is called European Holiday at the Second Presbyterian Church, 7700 North Meridian. Four shows. Go to ICchoir.org for tickets. And to learn how your little singer might be great for the Indianapolis Children's Choir. Coming up next, it's food news on 93 WIBC. National Cake Day from First Day, 93 WIBC. I'm Kylan Talley, obviously with Terry Stacy and Denny Smith. Can't talk, my mouth's full. Our mouth is full. Your mouth is full. All right. Well, I think that means we need to get to some food news. Does that sound good? Yes, please. Works for me. Food news indeed. What about the food news song? There it is. I got you. That's my girl. Now for this food news, it's a little bit different. Because we talked last week to the CEO of Paramount's 
Paramount Schools of Excellence and their competition with Team Indiana at the World Food Championships, how the middle schoolers went and competed yeah. against all of these high schoolers and other students. Great story. Great indeed. Well, we were reached out to by Cindy Sweets of Circle City Sweets because they also participated at the World Food Championships. And so we had a little conversation about it and how it went. And so let's just start off with just a little bit of that conversation because I think that really sets the scene for what our tasting is going to be. And then with whatever left time, I'll let you know on some food deals and everything else. But we talked with Cindy Sweets of Circle City Suites, the She's pastry awesome. chef and owner of Circle City Suites over in the Amp. Again, that's 16 Tech. Her name is really Sweets? Oh, I'm sorry. Cindy Hawkins. There Denny, we go. Thank you for okay. it. Thank you for it. Okay. <laughs> that's so funny. You okay. know what? Cindy Sweets to me. Cindy Hawkins. Thank mm-hmm. you. Pastry chef and owner of Circle City Suites. And I just asked her about how her time with Team Indiana at the World Food Championships went. Uh, and went down and competed just uh, two weeks ago in Dallas for the World Food Championships this year, and six of our nine chefs made it to the final round. We had one in third place, two in fourth, two in sixth, and one in seventh in their respective categories. So in addition to the wonderful students who came from the Paramount School of Excellence on the east side, it had two teams. So their middle school kids actually outcooked the high school students and took first and fifth place in in the junior chef championships. It was really exciting. It really was an exciting time, and I'm thankful that she got to share a little bit about what that competition means, how to place, and how to actually get into the championship. And unfortunately, we didn't have time for this show to share that full interview with you, but I'll post it on Tuesday for you at the First Day with Terry Stacey Facebook page and um, wherever you find your podcasts. But then she described what this entry she had for the championship was. The theme was sugar and spice and everything nice. And I'm French trained. And so I follow, you know, I jokingly call it the French rules. <laughs> so things like opera cake, which is a classic French dessert, it, it's opera because it's coffee and chocolate. That's what it was oh. created as. So at our shop, we do about four different variations with different flavor combinations, but we give them different names. Um, and we've always kind of kept in that musical theme. Like we have one called Concerto, one called Sonata. But we did a fall inspired theme version of an opera cake. And we called it Autumn Song um, after Tchaikovsky. Tchaikovsky's um, Symphony of the Seasons. So it was a pumpkin sponge cake with an apple cider syrup, um, a fall spice, you know, a cinnamon, nutmeg, clove, ginger, um, uh, two layers of Italian buttercream. We did a caramel ganache. And then we just um, did this beautiful orange transfer sheet on top. And then we cut them out with pumpkin cutters. And so they look like a little pumpkin. And we had this beautiful coating on the, on the plate of uh, honey, caramelized honey with black pepper um, trying to get all kinds of different spices in there. And then we pulled sugar to make the stems and the vines for the for the pumpkins. And we just uh-huh. did some candied pepita seeds, pumpkin seeds on the side. Doesn't that sound awesome? It does. Wow. And it tastes even better. And beautiful. I mean, really, what a beautiful dessert as well. I Are wonder these... how she got it so sharp on the edges and they used a pumpkin cutter. Mm-hmm. I mean, a, a little cutter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. smart. Like a cookie cutter. Like it, a cookie it's cutter. It's perfect. You don't have a lot of time to make these entries at the championship. So being innovative like that, really helps out. Can you buy them now? I mean, I know we have the samples and yes. we're lucky to have them. Can you get well, this? Well, we had they... the samples. They're gone now. <laughs> yeah, they're gone now they're... because they were extraordinarily <laughs> delicious. I mean, extraordinarily delicious. Light. It's a light dessert and mm-hmm. it yet it is just full of flavor. How would you know? You inhaled it. 
I can't help it. It was so good. It was so good. So Cindy good. was sweet enough to share to save some of these test runs that they did to have them as a tasting for us today. Oh, I love that. And so we got That's to taste heart. what they uh-huh. had at the championship. Now, this specific one that we tasted today isn't offered every day at their bakery, but they do have a pumpkin roll right now as a seasonal option, mm-hmm. and that is just as good. I bet it is. Wow. Oh, oh, my. Man, and then, it's good. So while I was there visiting them at the AMP, again, Circle City Suites, there's plenty of different options to choose from between macarons, different breads that they offer. But I saw some bread pudding, and that is one that they're more likely to have there for you to choose from. And so I picked up some bread pudding for us to taste as well. That was uh, that was sort of like a caramelized French toast. Uh, Terry, put That's some, a good way to describe uh, it, you Denny. Put the, you put the sauce on it. That was unbelievable. I, uh, wow. It's wow. really it's a, good. It's breakfast food, is what I'm saying. Is it? Uh, <laughs> it was so. Is it? Um, <laughs> is it? What was the sauce? Bourbon. Yes, it's a bourbon. It's sauce. a bourbon it's sauce. A bourbon cream it's got a little sauce. bit of a butter. Yeah, like a cream in there. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, is that good? Sweet. Circle Sweaty City Sweets. We love you. Circle Sweaty. Circle Congratulations on your time with Team Indiana at the championships. Circle Sweaty. That would be a whole other. That's where you get socks. Oh my gosh. You remember her name is Circle Sweaty Socks. Cindy Hawkins. Her name is Cindy Sweet. Remember that now. No, it's Cindy. Now I'm all mixed up. This is Cindy Cindy Hawkins at Circle City Sweets. Mm-hmm. Circle City, Circle Sweaty Socks is another company that you have to look up. How much You'll bourbon? Was, how much bourbon was in this cream <laughs> oh, no. sauce? She's stuttering over here. I thought she was an auctioneer for a minute. You know. Oh my gosh, oh, Jenny, my you're so right. Oh boy, they oh, offer Kyle, a lot of good. different things. They're pretty creative with their pastries that they do. They change up the menu quite often. So if you go two days during the week, you might have completely different options to choose from. But then they also offer classes. So they have a Christmas cookie decorating class for the kids coming up. Oh, good. And you can make cookies for Santa. And we even talk about this um, kind of a puff filling that you can do with that type of class. All of that will be posted on Tuesday for you to listen in on that interview with Cindy Hawkins. I bet okay. the kids really enjoy working with her. She said I was classically trained in the French style. But we sh- all those techniques come back and you can share them. And yet... If you really want to make something for yourself, you just fall back on the basics. And these these are fabulous, Kai. These are Thank fabulous. You. Thank Very you to you good. and to Cindy. Um, with food news, I do want to mention, because I am the worst at it, remember your Thanksgiving leftovers and get them eaten quick because they don't last as long as you probably think they do. Right, Kai. Little you know PSA how long? To myself. You need to, I mean, in fact, it's today. Get that today poison the out day. of your refrigerator <laughs> oh, no. today. Today. Four days oh, after Thanksgiving <laughs> is the day. You start not to gonna say, be gone mm-hmm. by today. How long do you keep nope. fried chicken in there? I can keep fried chicken oh, in there a week. week and I'm going to say a week of 10 days easy. Love cold fried chicken. Oh boy. Oh boy. If cold you're pizza. needing some free food deals, oh my gosh, with my birthday yet last week, I got so many birthday freebies. I, I it's did. a good reminder to let people know that, yes, when you have a birthday, you can get a lot of free stuff. So really do you wear do. the badge like you're at Disney World says, today's my birthday, wish me happy birthday? <laughs> well, you go into the... I wasn't planning to. I am not the person who would just buy myself one of that, but my friends did surprise me with a, a night at 16-bit and brought me a birthday girl sash. That was really sweet with a bouquet of flowers. They were so sweet. But you do get a lot of birthday freebies. Donuts from Krispy Kreme, appetizer or dessert from P.F. Chang's, How do you stay so skinny? Um, We've got the Pizuki from BJ's, pretzels from Wetzel's. You ate all that? Annie Ann's. 
You've got the I'm so glad she fries from Arby's. Tour. Wow. Fries it's from Arby's, do? It's a lot of stuff. But if it's not your birthday soon, there's still plenty of different food freebies coming up. <laughs> Tell you me can you get, get free, free chicken free... nuggets on Wednesdays. You can get some deals depending on how the Colts do today at one. Tell me you didn't get free drinks at the bar, too. Well. <laughs> I did. I got a birthday cake shot from the bartender, and that was really sweet. That was a new one, oh, I will golly. say. Tylen, you're the best. I hope it was a good birthday. Me too. It was, yeah. Really good love. stuff. Really, really good stuff. Um, okay, and thanks for the, the good food, too. Good, Thank you, good Cindy. Snacks. Thank Circle you, Circle City Sweets. I uh, just want to mention before we go, just because I mentioned it, and that is this mysterious illness that is occurring oh, in dogs. our dogs. And experts at NOAA Animals Hospital tell our news gathering partner, Wish 8, that while there's been some recent reports listing Indiana as one of the states experiencing this unknown illness. They have not seen a significant increase in respiratory illnesses across its nine central Indiana locations. So they but thought it was pneumococcal. They thought it was a pneumonia. They did. And then they found out that none of their antibiotics were really treating it. But if they get on it early, did he say anything about getting to them early if they get were... To, get, definitely get to them early. They said, you know, not all do- dogs will eat every day, but you will know if your dog is refusing food, right? So that's number one. Number two, I don't think that's, that's, that's normally an early sign. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's connected with a cough and sneezing, and they would re- recommend you call your veterinarian as soon as possible. It can be... This mysterious illness can be fatal, um, and they don't want you to panic, but should be vigilant and proactive when it comes to any pet illness right now, because it is and then maybe consider thinking about maybe not taking your dog, dog to be boarded while you're while you're actually on vacation maybe have a, a pet sitter to keep them away from other dogs because that's obviously how it's being transmitted you have to get Contagious. a regular shot for kennel cough i mean that, that's just going to the vet every six months and getting that done yeah but this is different from that one. it's Gary. a little bit different and it's mysterious and they're just not quite sure what to do just next except to get them in there and so they can monitor the dog and give them what they can it's not this particular mystery illness doesn't and on antibiotics I understand are not working so anyway just watch watch out for your baby uh Denny thanks for coming today oh I love seeing you guys you're this, great this is fun radio it is fun ladies. we're just relaxed and, yeah. and it's just comfortable and Kylan thank it's you a for Sunday everything. morning we love it Ashton Glackman we're crazy about you don't forget sweet Cindy sweet Cindy sweet Cindy sweet <laughs> had a lot Denny, of good I'm never today. <laughs> oh the money thing or the uh, charity what are we calling giving it giving machine the giving machine go thing. to their opening you. on Tuesday at 9 yeah well 11 for Newfield and if you're a young person waiting to buy a house be patient your we'll have, time is coming yeah we'll talk about that next week too with Greg and Lisa hey thanks everybody have a great day ahead a safe week and uh, go Colts